0: It's not a fairy tale, it's not a fairy tale It's not a fairy tale, it's not a fairy tale It's not a fairy tale, mommy We are no longer living life in paradise It's not, not a fairy
1: tale
0: That sounded very cautious <laughs> What's up, miss lady? <sighs> We are no longer living life in paradise. <laughs> That's the kind of, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, goodness. Well, we are both, I don't even want to say we are excited about Labor Day because it ain't like we can do shit. But. Know. You know what? I was thinking about actually traveling mm-hmm. independently. hmm Just a very nice place where I could be okay. Mm-hmm. So, I was really thinking about taking a trip. Okay, go for it. Mm-hmm. Go I think I go for it. Can. Go for it. Go. Go <laughs> for it, it, it. Go for it. Hope okay. ho for it. Woo-hoo. Who said I was gonna be a hoe? I was just singing the song. That's all. I I wish you would be a hoe. You girl. need you need some pain in your life. Whatever. Okay, well, I get it. It sounded like brandy. Girl, I ain't. Gr- we did I was gonna bring that up. I was like, that's gotta be one of the first things we talked about because like is it just me or did I don't know if she was just trying to be real humble. I feel like she was just putting on a facade of of Miss Girl next door when I'm like, We have seen you on reality shows. You are just as black. And do black people shit just like everybody else like i was just so annoyed by her and it's like she didn't even she wasn't confident about her music and it's like well i always have to listen to things and redo it over and over and over again and i just felt like she wasn't confident in her craft and it annoyed the hell out of me take it as not being confident i took it as her being a perfectionist because i mean (laughs) you we all know I know we all know that we are the most hardest on ourselves, right? So with that, she is hard on herself about her craft and she is a perfectionist. Whereas Monica was like, shoot, I I feel it and I sing it. So I only do it in one to three takes because I feel it. Whereas Brandy is like, it needs to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, then I'm going to keep doing it until it's perfect. I didn't see her trying to be extra humble about that. Like, I really just think she's a perfectionist. It was just like the energy was off. The energy the, I, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. My, it wasn't um, Jill Scott and Erica Badu by no means. I didn't expect that. I actually liked I they- the energy between Monica and Brandy over Jill and Erica because to me, Brandy and Monica just gave me a little bit more. Like they were being uh, mostly Monica was being hundred percent herself. So yeah. I appreciated that. And I think I, they were being a hundred percent themselves between the two of them. Whereas I with Erica and Jill, I just felt like it was a little too chill and 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 mellow. Girl, you know they I, had I like smoked. the realness. <laughs> you know they had smoked first of all. They were chilled out. They was like, we gonna come from a good place. It was when the pandemic first started. So they was like we not giving no negative energy back to the mm-hmm. world. But, you know, I just felt, when I said that I that Brandy didn't seem confident, it was just like, it was almost like she didn't know who she was as an artist. Like, Monica was like this big, grand person. Like, she knew she was going to lose whatever. It was almost like she felt intimidated by her. And I'm like, Brandy, you can sing. You are a good artist and an mm-hmm. actress. Like, uh, walk in that. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like she was not walking in her truth of who she really was as an artist. No, I think she's well aware of who she is as an artist. I just think she is hard on herself and she's a perfectionist. So if Ray you're a perfectionist, J. Actually- nothing is never going to be right to you because you are striving for the ultimate perfectionist. Like, look at Michael Jackson. Like, he was a perfectionist. He would rehearse and rehearse and rehearse. He's not rehearse anymore. So... Whereas again, Monica, she just, she sings from a place of feeling. So if the feeling is there, it's going to come out in one tape, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um, I don't know. It was so much um, extra media hype about it, about how, I guess there were some jabs being thrown mm-hmm. that I didn't always catch. I did feel like some things were shady. I never quite got the part, like, girl, we ain't in a group or something she said about them being in a group. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is that about? hmm Did you catch that? Yeah, I caught that. I just, you know, the whole time Brandy was saying that she's, you know, she's now independent. So she's about, you know, being a businesswoman and getting these coins. So she was like pretty much saying, you know, together as a group, you know, we about to rake in these coins from this versus because you, you've you been, I, I know you've seen how much everything has streamed. So that's, that's bringing in more money. Wow. And so that, Monica was like, Shh, we ain't a group. <laughs> so I just oh. think it was like a miscommunication. But the whole time Brandy was like, you know, looking at it from a business out, like, damn, if we got together, like when the world opens up and like did a tour and did all this stuff together, you know how much that's going to bring to us. So right. it was just them looking at it differently. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. I was- the I, only I'm thing that really play. got me was when Monica played the song with the hoe in the chorus, Ooh, and Brandy was acting like her child ain't never heard the word hoe before. I'm like, she like 18 19 years old. What the hell are she, you talking about? She probably didn't call her mama a hoe. Shit. Okay, her uncle is Ray J. Come on, that
1: she, she don't, she she don't she got no virginies.
0: All like, oh, princesses a hoe She might have said something about somebody being the B word. You know, like. I was like, why are you acting like that? That baby ain't no baby no more. Exactly. We we watched her being born <laughs> on MTV. <laughs> she right, she right. crying. <laughs> I was like, kind of, that was all, the vibes were all off. I was so annoyed at that too. Mm-hmm. I was like, Brandy, why are you trying to get these girl next door vibes when we know that ain't mm-hmm. you? We done seen your family on fucking reality TV? Mm-hmm. yes but yes let's go ahead and get into the thing of the housewives of potomac Mm -hmm. yeah and um um, to the audience we watched this together but we called it 15 minutes after it started so we were like we actually sat and discussed the argument but then once we got back and watched the first 15 minutes it kind of wrangled it all in for us so you know it start. the show is starting off with everybody getting ready for the weekend trip to Monique's lake house which is gorgeous yeah and um they show Michael and Ashley and Ashley is you know getting ready and you can clearly see that Michael pushed her to bring the baby mm-hmm I, part of me believes she didn't have a problem taking him, but part of me believes like that she really wanted to go and kick it, but she felt forced to bring him. And if I was her, I would have been like, no, you're going to take care of this baby. Yes. You're going to take care of this baby. I'm going to pump this milk. It's going to, the freezer is full. Make it happen. I have somebody to stop by, and then you can bring him when you come, when the men come, y'all will be okay. But she can't do it. Right. It was almost like they probably arrived on Friday, right? Yes. Maybe Thursday, Friday. Yes. And you don't, you're not going to have that much time with the baby by yourself. hmm. But he knew he wanted to go out and be a hoe. Exactly. So that's why it was a big to do. Yes. And then how he like slick tried to compliment her, you know, her to ass. kind of pump up. Yeah. He on that bull. Bullshit. Yes. I was so pissed off at his ass. Well, what can you expect from him? I know. Yes. I didn't expect him to be like a too much hands-on type dad. So, (laughs) yes. So um, Chris and Candace are talking about house hunting and she looked at a house that was 1.2 million. And I feel like for 1.2 million, it was too much carpet in the house, (laughs) but I ain't going to go there right um I know that I know how the area is so I'm not gonna go there <laughs> mm. um so she's talking about that and how she feels like she's you know starting to be ready for a baby um and if they need space so that's why she's looking technically if they had a baby in the space where they're in they would be totally they would be fine, fine. yes I mean Maybe. it's like a it looks like a 3 4 condo so or townhouse they would be good right um but i understand you do you know if you feel like you expand and you want more space but i mean for the first one if it's just the three of y'all they got space um and then candace was saying that she wasn't sure if she wanted to go on the trip and if i was her i probably would have listened to my good but i know they need no mm-hmm. checks so she gotta show up right Um, and then Chris was just saying, you know, I understand why you don't want to go because of Monique, but then again, it's going to be more than Monique there, but at the same time, you in Monique's house. So I I thought, thought I found that really weird with the the tension that they have with one mm -hmm, another mm -hmm. that she would show up in her home. Exactly. But then I figured it was a financial, a financial decision and they Mm -hmm. may be contracted to do so many appearances and Mm -hmm. maybe she was short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're trying to buy this 1.2 million dollar house right so she got to keep her coins together because i was like there's no way i'm gonna show up at somebody's house when we beefing." exactly exactly Now, Dorian, did you notice like how everybody kind of like picks over everything about somebody else's home or something that they have like what I was that down <laughs> so we were both feeling that I I I was feeling it more especially between Robin and Giselle. Cause I'm like, Robin, girl, you you renting a three level townhouse in Hanover, even though the, the area is nice, but still you and Apparently, right. Apparently Giselle has a um a cabin. What what'd she say? A ninety million dollar cabin? I didn't hear that. Well, she said something about her house be whatever the pay cost she paid for it or how much it cost, and it was a cabin. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um A $900,000 cabin. Yeah, Maybe that's what it was. Okay. And to me, Giselle really can't talk about nobody because her house is set way off the road as well. So don't even try it. And on top of that, Monique has a lake home on top of her regular home, and then on her lake on home top of- property, she got two homes on the property. So y'all bitches need to shut up. I don't understand that. Why can't you just be happy for somebody Thank and you. just be like, oh, this is really nice. I know, girl. And this is nice. We're about to kick it. When you want to get away from the city, yes, we can do this. You know, it's two hours away. Mm-hmm. They just complain so much. Mm-hmm. The only complaints I would have had that mattered was about that damn bird. <laughs> okay. I'm annoyed by that bird. <laughs> oh. I love animals, but... You know what, Drea? Don't be bringing your bird on my trip. I'll try not be to. your bird at home. I'll try not to. I'm just saying. Because you don't even get peace because you got to take your damn bird to the toilet. Did you see the scene when she took him to use the actual toilet? That's what I'm talking about. That's too much. Like, what kind of disease is in his stool? Feces. What do you call bird shit? It's just bird shit. But I mean, he's a domesticated bird, so she knows what's going in his body. I don't It's not like he's out in the wild eating wild shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I ain't trying to sit on no domesticated bird shit. Okay. You want to sit on domesticated bird shit because we share in the bathroom? Um, I don't exactly but again so, none of my friends have birds so i that's not something i gotta worry about. well i'm gonna get a parakeet and i bring it on a trip okay that's fine it's gonna be my service animal on the plane that that's totally fine and it's gonna use the toilet no it's not fine you're gonna be like you better leave that damn bird at home <sighs> gosh okay okay so this is something else that i wrote because remember last week we talked about how you know, all the backstory between what was going on with Monique, Candace, Giselle, all of that. Right. And Shre- mm-hmm. So we know that, you know, Giselle tried to bring into the storyline that Monique's n- newest baby isn't by her husband. Right. So knowing this, I'm like, first of all, why y'all cool? And two, why you let this hoe up in your house and your car? I'm like, nah, boo. You ain't getting paid for this because I ain't even inviting you. (laughs) I think it it could be financial. because It'll be more financial to Giselle over Monique. Unless they're obligated to record with the full cast. I guess. Maybe that's why everybody showed up on this trip. Maybe, Maybe. Most people, for the girls' trip, the majority of the people do show up. That's true. That's true. And then Giselle had to leave the next day so right because she had to go see about her book yeah okay okay so we can get into the first part of the argument and i really had to do some thinking about this and like i said the first part of it brought things into perspective on ashley's front right so wendy they show wendy preparing to come on a trip and pumping and all that stuff and so when she sees that Ashley comes in with the baby and the nanny, she feels away, which is definitely understandable. Right. My name. You know, I did all of this stuff, and she voiced that I did all mm-hmm. of this stuff because I didn't want it's a girl's trip. The understanding is no kids because we are here to be present with each other. Right. So, very valid. So as she was explaining this, she wasn't attitudinal or anything like that. And even if she was, that's totally fine. So I think what set her off is when Ashley inserted herself into the conversation and, you know, pretty much tried to explain away, well, my husband had to work and I had to bring a baby. And to that, Wendy is like, well, hell, my husband got to work too, but I made arrangements. And then when Ashley said, well, my husband owns the company, bitch, we all got husbands that have to work. So what if your husband owns a company? My husband is an attorney. Shit. I got shit to do too as well. Uh, Right. I mean, I, I don't feel like Ashley insert, inserted herself. I felt like Ashley felt defensive and needed to defend herself in that moment. And you never i'm feeling like the whole time ashley was riding up there in that car she had two hours to be like this food don't even want to watch this damn baby and i gotta carry this baby no one i got some kind of you know no one i gotta get my booty hole botox (laughs) no one i gotta do this no one i gotta do that and all that you know her and her girlfriend her her and her friend probably had a deep conversation so she was probably hot by the time she got there and then you got this half coming for you over you bringing your baby when technically probably there was a part of her who didn't want to bring the baby mm-hmm. even though there was a part of her who did want to bring the baby because she's insecure about leaving the baby behind mm-hmm. but i think at that moment she was like dang you know she was probably looking forward to being alone and then to bring the baby even though she had a nanny or someone to watch she probably really just wanted that ashley time Mm-hmm. And Michael wouldn't even give her that. It's almost like he treated her as if she didn't deserve time to herself. Yeah, because he, like, he kept saying, well, the baby needs to be with the mother. And he's too he's young right. to be without his mother. I'm like, it's three days. Yes. Exactly. Bring it with you when you bring your ass up here. Yes. And bring this chick too, because she ain't cute. So I know you ain't going to try to do it with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, I, I, uh, I feel like Ashley inserted herself because technically Wendy was talking to the other ladies and then I have a problem with the other ladies and I understand why as being previous parents, you know, that they said what they said, but in them saying that they pretty much invalidated how she felt instead of saying, oh, well, I know that I can understand saying that like if they if everybody would have been like well dang i can see that and monique was like well damn i'm sorry i didn't reach out to you i think right. the whole thing wouldn't have escalated as much as it did because they made her feel like she wasn't a good parent because it's her third baby yes and she wanted to bring her child and then um ashley's feeling like oh i'm not you know, adjusting well, because I have to bring my child. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it all got out of control, but I still feel like if you are talking about me and I'm present, then I need to defend myself. I need to speak up. I'm just not going to let you talk about me while I'm there and not say nothing. I didn't see it as her talking about Ashley per se. She was just simply saying, well, dang, I wish I could have brought my baby. That can be offensive though how so you see what i'm saying i wish i could write it was the way she said it and the head wobble okay but why why is that a problem that she wobbled her head because this is another layer to this whole blow it was up. the energy she gave off i think it was the energy she gave off like she had an attitude because there was a baby there which i i i get both sides i get both yeah. sides of the whole thing i feel like it escalated out of control And I feel like as the host of this event, you should have spoke up and said, you know what? I'm sorry. I did not extend you the same graces that I extended Mm -hmm. Ashley. Mm -hmm. And I assumed that since you had had more children, that you would be okay with leaving your baby behind. And I was wrong for that. I don't know Mm -hmm. what your relationship is with your kid. I didn't, you know, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. she just was like willy nilly. Mm hmm. And everybody else was like, well, this is your third baby, but she's your third baby. So I get the energy that the whole argument was about. Mm-hmm. However, I just thought she gave off negative energy when she was probably already upset that she had to bring Dean in the first place
1: because mm-hmm. he
0: was the only kid there. Mm-hmm. Technically, don't nobody want to wake up early in the morning to hear a baby cry? I mean, I know that we've done it and it, wa- it hasn't been a problem, but I think that should have been like a mass text or something. Everybody should have been aware that there was going to be a baby coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should have communicated too. that. Mm-hmm. Because what if I hadn't had sleep? Because I do have this baby. What if my baby had been sick and I hadn't had any sleep for three days? Mm-hmm. You know, I still got to hear a baby cry. You just got to be considerate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yes. Um, so what else did I write? Okay, not only, and I'm still gonna get on Ashley because Ashley had a part in this. She gave off that mommy judgment. And we all, because she's, you know, a new mom. So she feels like she's like the highest thing on earth and everything is about her and her baby. So she did give off that mommy judgment when Wendy was like, well, you know, I made arrangements. And so Ashley was like, well, not everybody can have the blah 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 to make the arrangements and granted she she did have she could have made arrangements I don't, think she I don't think she could have made the arrangements if her friend had to come with her she could have easily just said hey well can i leave him with you for these let, couple of days they got money i know let, she got people let, 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 let me let me scale this back she may not have had the ability to make arrangements where she was comfortable with it, she may not be comfortable leaving her baby in her house because most people, if you had a choice, you would prefer to leave your baby in the house and have somebody come in your house and watch the baby, right? Yes, okay. You know, you can't introduce no other female energy around her husband, first of all, or male energy for that matter. How mama come, let's keep it real. He don't even like her mama, that ain't her the mama- point. If he her wants mama- to get out and do what he want to do, he got to be in. But he don't like her mama, and his her mama might not even ask for a napkin because he's going to feel like she's sm- mooching. You know that. You know the energy they had in the pe- previous episodes. Well, I'm saying he, he would have put that aside for him to do what he, what wanted, he wanted to, wanted to do. I'm pretty sure he would, but I just feel like she may not have that option. I'm starting to feel like he is what's that word for men who chauvinistic i feel like he controls ashley in a different kind of way he control her with that money that's all that is yeah I, we don't really know if he really has money at this point why i don't know i just feel like all these lawsuits he's been through some stuff lawsuit wise yeah that does add up but i mean right i'm thinking like we don't know how much money he got Hmm. well she know and she knows she's trying to do whatever she needs to do so she can secure the bag i know that's what she's doing yeah yes um so let's see here so we talked about monique should have should have extended the offer and we can get to the dinner um Let's see. So Karen turned and talked to Wendy about Wendy bringing up her sex or lack of sex life. And, you know, Wendy, not Wendy, Karen pretty much got her together and was like, you know, that is my business. So I don't appreciate you making these comments and to so that Wendy was like well you know it just seems like every time we get together or are in the same place like you did, are just very dismissive and I know we've worked together on different things so I don't understand why you have to keep reintroducing yourself to me so to that they deaded it and said that they would meet up to get to know each other so that was that um somebody asked Candace no, Karen then asked Jamal asks Giselle about her relationship with Jamal and how does she feel knowing that they're getting together after all the things that he's done in the past. And you know, Gis- I feel like that was valid. It was valid. But you know, Giselle Giselle don't want to talk about it. Cause that's like kind of reiterating in her face that she a damn fool. But <laughs> I mean, you know, people, they just do what they want to do. I mean, if that's what you want to do, girl, go for it. It ain't my life. Exactly. Um, And then someone asked Candace, um, you know, how was it for her growing up as probably being one of the few black girls in a white school. Um, And she, you know, commented on that, like that it was, you know, hard to identify and all of that stuff. And then Giselle's ass asked, asked her about having a nose job. And the looks on everybody's face at the dinner was like, where did that come from? Because my whole thing is the nose didn't look that different. No, it didn't. And it could have it been just contouring. Exactly. You know, that's what people do. I've mm-hmm. seen that on YouTube a time or two. I mean, it didn't, it was almost like she's just picking. She was. I don't. I don't want to go on a trip that far to start picking and starting shit. Yes, I don't. Yes, especially after they had the earlier conversation about you know, Mon- not Monique, but Candace apologized to Giselle again, and then for her mm-hmm. to just throw that out there, we're like, "Girl, come on, what happened? We just we just squashed all this. Exactly. Can we move forward. How about you get on Jamal like you getting on me? <laughs> since you don't want to be forgiven so <laughs> since you don't want to be a forgiving person take that same energy to the jamal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what you do because if you ain't in his face doing throwing shit up all the time which she could be don't be doing that to me Now i wouldn't be able to move forward if she kept throwing it up in his face exactly so why are you keep doing it in my face exactly because she 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 needs somebody to pick them Cause her life is miserable. (laughs) Let's, let's be clear. (laughs) I wonder why she's so miserable. Like I look at Giselle and she's a beautiful woman. She has a a nice, beautiful body. Like why? I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Like, why are you so vicious? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. So then um, we get back on. Ashley, Wendy, going at it again, and this is my thing with this group. I just don't understand why they feel the need to always try to make somebody apologize to somebody. Y'all it's like they, She was like, "I don't feel that I should apologize. Actually, I do feel like you should apologize. I feel like both of them should apologize." Okay, I can go with both of them. I just can't go. I feel with like them. I feel like both of them should. Apologize for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I feel like even her talking about her being in the room was offensive. And you're upset with her over something that she can't control because the host said that she could bring the baby. Mm-hmm. So who should you really be mad at? Yes. And again, from what from my view. It was like Wendy was talking to everybody else in the room when Ashley came in. So to me, Ashley inserted herself into the conversation. And I see what you're saying that, yeah, the conversation was surrounding Ashley, but it starts, she really just stated how she felt like that. That's what it was. You know what I'm saying? And That goes again to the dinner she was like no i'm not apologizing because that is what i felt you know i'm not gonna apologize for feeling the way that i felt but you can apologize for hurting somebody's feelings but i don't think she hurt ashley's feelings i think she did you know, Her feelings hurt. Well, i don't know we have to ask ashley if her feelings were hurt girl please her feelings were not hurt ashley again you know she's a shit starter and she's trying to re-solidify her place on the show, as well as Wendy. She's trying to solidify her place on the show. That let's keep it extra real. So, I feel like yeah. Ashley inserted herself in the whole conversation. I feel like Ashley has more role in keeping the drama up, just based on her husband. Yes. So <laughs> she don't have to do true. nothing else but let her husband do what he gonna do. Let her husband do whatever the hell he wants to do. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be your storyline right there. Yes. That's, and the fact that you got a little bitty baby that looks just like your damn husband. Exactly. Like it's, he, I, I don't even, I, I try to look for elements of Ashley in there and babies change so much. And I'm, I'm hoping that he, he turns the curve because he looks just like his daddy right now. Mm-hmm. Not his daddy when he was a little boy. He mm-hmm. looks like his daddy right now. Yes. Yeah, he has a 60-year-old man face. Uh, oh, yeah, that that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what really got me about the argument was when Ashley called Wendy, she was like, you are so ferocious. Now, if I was Wendy, I would have got up and hit her on her damn forehead. I'm going to show you ferocious. I don't like that. You, what first of all you ain't even a violent person why are you talking about hitting this girl in her forehead because that could actually be about her microaggressions okay you know that's a microaggression you're ferocious what do you think of when you hear the word ferocious I i can see that i can see that i can see that in all of them mm-hmm. They're all ferocious, actually. The the one that is the least ferocious is uh I can't even think of her name. How did I just Robin? Think about it. Robin's not like that. She's kind of calm, chill. She's messy. She's passive more passive aggression. That more passive is. aggressive yeah. than ferocious. Mm-hmm. But all the rest of Karen, she's in between. She's in the middle. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Karen pop off, but the rest of them off maybe done popped off. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the culture of that group. Mm. Okay. I-, I saw your little eye roll. I saw your eye roll. Okay. You rolled your eyes up at me. I did. Yes, I saw them. It went through the glasses and everything. Okay. okay. <laughs> Was that a microaggression, and no, it wasn't a microaggression that's an ag- aggressiveness <laughs> No, you know what I'm saying when I say she might micro- she that's a microaggression right right she okay. wasn't re- right yes, so, and the only other thing I got for the argument was I like that Wendy corrected him. Corrected them and said she wasn't being argumentative. She was passionate about what she was saying. Because again, we all forget, well, I ain't forget, but this is what she does on television. So she going to talk about her uh, point. Uh, that is true. That is true. What they call her, um a stand in sportscaster or something they said? She's a stand in political analyst. Oh, yeah, yeah, political <laughs> analyst. <laughs> yeah that makes sense yes it, that's true so she probably comes off in conversation like that she does probably come because that's how it is mm-hmm. they be having some heated discussions do. and then they just go out and have a drink and have lunch together like nothing happened and that's what she's used to that's her her business practice mm-hmm. every day because mm-hmm. i had to try to Try to explain to somebody, when I ask questions, I'm not interviewing you, but if you feel like that, that's because that's what I do every day. Mm-hmm. So, don't judge me for that. I'm sorry. I'm just forget that I'm not at work. hmm Maybe I should find a police officer so I can get tackled. What? Yeah. Like, if I had to bring my problems home and I act like that, then my police officer can tackle me, right? Um... Oh, you should find a police officer to date. Yes. Oh, I, that's what I. I want no damn body tackling me. It, it depends on girl. You know I like to role play. Oh, gosh. Okay, you can role play with him shooting you in your back too. <laughs> Not my back. In your back. No, 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 no. Be like I'm gonna be a black man tonight, baby. No, Daria, that's awful.
1: It is.
0: No, but that we wouldn't play that kind of stuff. Okay. We would play like a hooker got arrested. She was standing on the street corner or something. We wouldn't We wouldn't play that. We got other stuff. Okay. Yeah. I ain't going to get hit with a rubber bullet. We ain't doing that. But anyways. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, that's it. Don't Do I don't really have anything else. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens next week. And, you know, listen to Wendy and Ashley argue their points. Right. Watch some more microaggressions come from Ashley. You know, I'm over it all. I'm so tired of watching them women beef all the time. And they just never happy. And it's actually disheartening to watch it. But, wait, but, but if I it was know. housewife, if it was Married to Medicine, LA, you would be complaining. This is boring. <laughs> you know, I I watched it a couple of episodes. It's not that it's boring. I just can't get into that. Mm-hmm. None of them really, and I, I, I hated that Housewives of Atlanta, some kind of way trickled over. I mean, Married to Medicine, Atlanta trickled over there. I'm like, no, these are separate no. shows it's separate shows but they needed to tr- trinkle over there to get get it going more right yeah but so i i understood that i actually like that i feel like them girls got enough drama on their own let them hold their own on their own Mm-hmm. but yeah i just you know but i i like this show i just be like disappointed in them mm-hmm yeah <laughs> okay well i am uh, we are gonna wrap it up um we'll talk to you guys next week um hopefully me and janelle will be back for married at first sight because last week was good um we'll probably do a double episode um when i talk to her <laughs> <laughs> um, so please like, subscribe, comment, give us five stars. Um, we are on all the socials. I'll put it in the show notes. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.